Hello, everyone in the podcast hey, universe. Mike, 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 wait. Yeah, what? You sound great. Oh, thanks. I gargled a bar of soap. But you're about to sound a little bit worse. Uh, we're about to play for you the original episodes that we uploaded as is. The sound quality is fine, not amazing, and we get better at it as we go along and figure out what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, we promise. So if you're an audiophile, you might want to skip ahead to around episode 12. If you're a normal human person, just listen. And now, enjoy Gayish. Hello, everybody in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The podcast so considerate, it still lets you do bud stuff, even though its mom just died. Oh, wow. <laughs> It's a good way to open it up, right? Dark. Yeah. You open it up. Um, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And this is our idea to be super famous someday. This is going <laughs> to... Podcasts are the new way to get super famous. Yeah. Um, so do we want to talk about why we wanted to start a podcast? Sure, yeah. I mean, I think we owe it to ourselves to understand that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to start a podcast because I have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, the conversation that we had was basically that there are lots of stereotypes out there about what it means to be gay, what it means to be straight, and not really feeling like, at least culturally, either of those categories was a really super good fit all the time. And let's talk about that. Yeah, I think there are so many gay stereotypes that people have, and that's because that's what they can see. But for every one gay person where you're like, yep, Soup's gay, there are ten other people that you pass that you have no idea they're gay because they sometimes just look like everyone else. Sometimes. So, sometimes. They sometimes. watch baseball. <laughs> that, okay. <laughs> that's too far. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, some, like... They may not be wearing a tube top and a wig, is all I'm saying. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. There are probably some gays that do that. Hmm. We'll come back to that. <laughs> That'll be a topic for episode two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we did we, we did have some like loose ideas for structure, right? That we were going to try to have a theme. Yeah. And do some bits. And for this one, the topic is first dates. Yep. Yeah. Which is awesome. Because this is our first date with our audience. First day with you. So I hope you're paying because we forgot our money. I mean, all I have is this day old champagne, so... I do have some rosé, so... <laughs> uh, the start of any good day. So, awkward first date questions. Where are you from? Oh, we're... Do oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> we're on a first date with each other as yeah. well. Okay. Well, this is weird because we already know each other really well, but... Um, How I'm, well? How well, we'll find out. Um, <laughs> I'm originally from Katy, Texas, which is outside of Houston. Mm -hmm. Um, and I moved up to Seattle, which is where we are right now, mm -hmm. uh, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. Where are you from? And how many siblings lived there with? <laughs> 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 is that too many first date questions at yeah, once? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, do you want kids? No. It, like, it <laughs> like right now. <laughs> like there's a cute baby over there. Let's take it. Yeah. Ooh. There's no babies here. Oh, no. I meant like if you're on a date and you see a baby and you want kids, you should probably snatch it. Just so they know how committed you are. Unless that kid's being real shitty. In, in which case, just don't. Punch it. Punch it, yeah. yeah. That'll so make everything strong right. first date message. Uh, so I grew up in a little teeny tiny town called Zeller, Washington, which is out in eastern Washington, which is the... Uh, the That's Trump country. And um, then went to school out at Eastern Washington University and moved to Seattle about 13 years ago. And then, um, yeah, that's how we met. I have no siblings that live in Seattle. 
<laughs> but you do have siblings. I do have siblings. I have two younger brothers. I'm the oldest of three boys. Which, quick aside, is really weird because I heard um, there was a scientific study that came out that said that uh, the more boys a woman has, the higher chance there is that each subsequent son will be gay. And I'm gay. I mean, ish. Sitting <laughs> to the podcast. I liked how you just brought it around. Yeah. Just like, right, okay. Um, and uh, so I always wondered, like, are my brothers gay? Your brother, if you're pretty gay, they must be super gay. Right, exactly. It's science. It's just based on science. It's based on science. I am the second of two. <laughs> The last one. <laughs> I think that's the normal way people say it. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I fit that. My brother is straight, loves sports, loves video games, loves girls. And You're pretty I sure. like, pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I love none of those things. I like the opposite. So what brought you to Seattle? Uh, worked for a large tech company. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't know if I can say the name of it. Oh, you're going to practice your beeping skills. So you, you, you oh, I'd say it and then you, then you say, later, you, you, say you were going to edit this, right? Yeah, yeah. So we met because we both worked at... Oh, okay. We was, both there, was, was there a beep just there? <laughs> yes, there was just a beep that happened. Yeah. What if I... Like, you just like say the word every now and then just to hear random beeps throughout. That'll yeah. be really enjoyable for everyone. Even better when you don't beep the word fuck. I'm going <laughs> to... No, fuck is fine. Not. I'm going to go ahead and start our first drinking game, which is every time you hear a beep, you have to drink. Oh, okay. But like a butch drink, because we're talking about stereotypes. So like, take a shot of whiskey. Or vegetable <laughs> juice. <laughs> you went there. Okay. Um, <laughs> Where do we go from here? Um, I actually, so since we're talking about first dates, did a little perusing little research and I got so I was so excited to talk to you about these things that I found because I was so angry at so many things that I found online and I've been waiting two full days which has been rough to tell you about them so the first one this didn't make me mad but uh, there's a study by grab him which we're already at a good start <laughs> grab him.org it better be a dot org. Grab him dot org. We gotta snatch that domain. Yes, snatch not, that oh, domain. Okay, seventy one percent of people have met someone on a dating app that turned into a sexual relationship of some kind, meaning uh, fuck buddies. They use the phrase sex buddies because I don't think they are saying words. Uh, sex buddies, dates, boyfriends. So seventy percent of people met someone on a dating app, Scruff, Grinder. Is it specifically gay? Is it, yeah. is it like straight people too? No, 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 gay. Okay. I mean gay. Gay people. Okay. Yeah, gay people. So I think my assertion is that the first date is old news. That you fuck first. Um, and that's how you start a relationship. Oh, this is where having a straight person around would be really helpful because it's my understanding that is becoming true for straight people too. That there's no there's no romance, it's just hop straight in the sack first and then and then Wait, you, for gay people or straight people? Straight people. Straight people can so, do that but, too? Well I feel like the stereotype has been that gay people do that anyway, right? Like yep, oh yep. yeah, they meet in bathrooms yeah, and yep. on subways. And there's a secret tapping code that I've never learned. Right. Yeah, yeah. You wear bandanas. Yeah, you wear a bandana and uh, around your wrist. If it's yep. a Tuesday, that means you're gonna bang. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But 
Like, if it's brown, that means diarrhea is involved. So, wait, so... Okay, we gotta back up. Grab him? But this reputable site <laughs> that we've all heard of, so grabhim.org. Are we, I mean, do we have to beep it? Is it famous enough that, like... Oh, no. I mean, that's there's this is, like, stating their information that they want people to talk okay. about. So I think they, they want us to okay. unbleep it. All right, okay. What if I just bleep random words but, to throw people off? Oh, <laughs> just well, like you'd say a normal word, but they're bleep. like corn. <laughs> That's, that could be dirty though. That might, maybe need to bleep corn. Mm, give me that corn, yeah. <laughs> girl. I got that corn for you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so grab him. <laughs> what is this? So like, I don't like, know. I mean, you just put out a study I, and put in your random two words together. And that's, just because I have a piece of paper in front of me <laughs> does not mean you're overestimating the amount of research I did for this. Okay. Honest, like, truth bomb. How many things did you Google before you came up with this gem? Well, I had seen this before, so I was, like, trying to find it. And that's where I accidentally found all the other things that made me really mad. Okay. So I, like, had heard this statistic and then was, like, already kind of thinking first dates, like the traditional first date you think of where you, like, see a movie and walk on the beach and pet a seagull. <laughs> you know, like, uh, those aren't real anymore. Now you just, you just fuck. I, mean, the fact, I like the, that I'm, like, we're talking about, like, rebuking all the gay stereotypes, and I'm like, fuck everyone, <laughs> you'll get a boyfriend. It says, it says how, how uh, unaccustomed you are to thinking about first dates that <laughs> pet a seagull was in your, in your list of things. If you have not pet a seagull on a first date, <laughs> man, you have not lived life. Slower. Slower. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so grab him is a is a magazine, a website. This is what I want. I to found get it to. on the internet. I don't. It's a website for sure. It might be other things. Okay, um, and they say seventy one percent of people have met someone gay on a people dating a gay people. gay gay. I think gentlemen, gay gentlemen have met someone met someone on a dating app that turned into a sexual relationship of some kind. Yep, but they're not making a distinction there between like I went on Grinder because I'm going to hook up and. I went on Grinder because I'm going to try to find my husband. I, there's more data that I did not write down about all of these things, like how many people hook up and uh, like what people. I think it was something around half of the people were on there to actually like dates, like to get dates. Hmm. Um, but it was like the it was phrased in the the same way that I and I'm sure everyone always says it, where it's like I'm I'm ultimately want dates. But cool with other things. Like that's the other, like the good line to be like. I don't want to tell you what I'm really here for because I don't know what you're into yet. So I'm going to tell you I'm here either for dating or fucking. Yeah. Well, okay. So dating profiles are one thing. Hooking up profiles are another. Oh, to me they're the same thing because I don't have like a Match.com or anything. You know, I don't. <laughs> but, but I do love how like on on Grinder Scruff whatever that there's this. You can't be too honest, right? Like, somebody who is just saying, all I want to do is come on your pecs. It, like, you can't just say that because you are creepy then, and no one's going to do that because they might end up dead if they go there. But you also can't say, I'm looking for long walks on the beach. My dog and I would love to meet you if what you want to do is have sex. So you got to, like, pick this weird middle ground where you're saying, like, I'm a normal person that has awesome... Uh, some conversations are possible, but not going to date you, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I completely agree. I think that uh, the stereotype is that 
these apps are purely for sex and then people have to play into those stereotypes when they're there like yeah like show me those pecs so i know what i'm gonna come on soon but then like in the back of your mind you're just like i just want to pet that seagull <laughs> i just want to hug a little baby seagull together there's this there, so the whole like netflix and chill thing right i found um over the last like maybe some period of time that doesn't matter but uh people are saying i just want to take a nap or i just want to cuddle and I'm wondering, is oh, that code? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No one that says, I just want to cuddle is like, I want to platonically cuddle with you. And when you feel my erection on your rumpus, like, just leave it be. Like, no dude on a dating site is just like, just leave that baby alone. Like, but, but does it ever start that way? Like, does it ever, like, how long before that, like, ruse is... <laughs> just goes by the wayside, like right? Like, once your dick is in their mouth, well, and you're okay. like, wait, <laughs> well, that, this that, might be... I'm not sure we're cuddling anymore, that, sir. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's when you for sure know. That's, but, but That's the 100% mark. Yeah, let's, let's back it up. Just like, like, All right, is there any in between between cuddling and dick in your mouth? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, okay. So, like, you knock Tell on the door. <laughs> Hi... Let's cuddle now, and they take their pants off. Yeah. And like, clearly, that's not that's not good. But like, does that ever feel like maybe just cuddling is going to be the thing? This and is then it turns weird. into we something else. Like, yeah. So this is weird. I went. It wasn't a first date, but like went on a vaguely datey slash hookupy. Like in the middle, like one of those dates where like you take a shower before because you're not sure what like what we were doing quite yet and you just want to be ready and so like that was he like he said this to me like let's cuddle and i said great we're not doing anything and it and then we did (laughs) (laughs) so i want to know what kind of a like when you you would meet somebody and not shower like (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> just to make sure Fair point. <laughs> and now I realize that like I do that but I should not admit it so <laughs> maybe that entire section is just going to be one long bleep oh no that is going to sound like I did something worse okay never mind yeah so there, there's sometimes if I'm like we're not hooking up and I know like I'm not into this person or we're just hanging out yeah, like maybe like all right, I smell decent. <laughs> the look you're giving me does not say like that's okay, that's good. Well, I mean, I that's confidence, really. <laughs> like I just or laziness. Or like <laughs> more likely. <laughs> yeah. I also assume that like when you're texting me at 11, like you're you me? know, or you like, know, no, 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 no. like <laughs> when dude texted me at 11, I assume the st- the standard for quality goes down as the time goes down. So if he's texting me at seven, it'd be like, yeah, maybe I'll hop in the shower and you know get a little scrub to my giblets. But like, <laughs> but but at eleven, I'm like, I smell okay. You know, at two, it's like you could have just gone for a jog and just it doesn't. I mean, they're drunk anyway. Yeah, they're they're not going to remember. <laughs> Can, okay, can I yeah. can I tell you some of the things that really made me mad? Yeah, so that I one see. didn't make you mad. We we didn't we didn't really button to that button that. Oh, did, oh do we, we still like, have more to? The part that makes oh. you mad is that that reinforces there's data behind a stereotype that dudes oh, just no. want to bang. So okay, this was the one thing that didn't make me mad. 
Oh, okay. This was the like the kicking off point for my research, and so the okay. summary of that is, uh, you you got to stick it if you want to stick it. <laughs> you should go work for Grant Him. <laughs> I should. I'm in just, the marketing department. By the way, this has been sponsored by GrantHim.org, probably. But not. Not. <laughs> Um, okay, so the first thing that made me super angry when I was looking up stuff is there is a post uh, on the Huffington Post, which I learned is the cesspool of articles on the internet, mm-hmm. because anyone, like, dumb fucks can post anything they want, and it looks newsy. Mm-hmm. So there is this article called, How Do Gays Crack the Monogamy Code? Okay. So already I'm kind of like, like a little bit of an assumption right there. There's that, a thing to crack. Yeah, yes. Like, okay. why mm-hmm. Why do we have... What's the code? Like, if you want monogamy, you should look for that. Um, the first line, it was just... Uh, so I'll just read it. When a young gay man is in transition from the circuit party to the dinner party, the prospect of a long-term plus one becomes all the more attractive. What's a circuit party? <laughs> I, I literally, after that, looked up a circuit party. Okay. And I think, so some of them were just like, it's a party. It's a dance party. And other ones are like, you get, like, ecstasied up and fuck, and it's raw techno dance gay club party. I saw this porn once. With- <laughs> <laughs> this, this person was, like, strapped to a table in the middle of this darkish room. Okay. And just a line of 30 dudes came in and just yeah. one by one railed them. Was and that the one porn I did? Or <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah. couldn't really see your face. Oh, yeah, so, because of the hood. Yeah, <laughs> right. But uh, 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 the, the kicker is it was a lady. What? Okay, yeah. when I accidentally click on gangbang porns where the lady's the one getting fucked, I feel uncomfortable. Right. Like, you, like, and this is also my stereotypes about, like, male and female is when, like, a dude is getting it from 30 other dudes, I'm like, <laughs> oh, like, a dude can take it. Like, wow, this lady can't get it from 30 dudes. That's, a, like, that's abuse. That's excessive. <laughs> but, like, she, <laughs> ho- hopefully she volunteered for it and is willing and <laughs> ladies can also be sexual have, have we been kicked off the air <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so I had the same thing as you is like the like when you're just starting out assuming that every in every gay man's life you have to go from your ecstasy fueled parties to like huh maybe I want a, a fella to be my my plus one for my life like Sometimes, like I never, I never did those things, and like that is one of those gay stereotypes that people have is that you're going to party and do ecstasy and just fuck everything. Yeah, and to, you don't to, want a relationship. To, to make it even more extreme, it's like, well, every gay has a twenty person bukkake every night, but someday they're going to want to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> one point in time, Jesus will be like, wait, have you heard of me? Yeah, and yeah, so I, I was just angry. From that moment, and those are like when, especially when it's written by a gay person, mm. to like reinforce the, the idea that if you are not a drug fueled, you know, mid twenties gay person, then you're missing out. It's the same thing as like I, I watched all of it, but Queer as Folk. It's like you watch that and you're like, oh wait, I never hired a prostitute to come over to my place, and you know, like all those things they did, like 
makes you feel a little bit deficient or like you're not doing it right. And I think that's part of the goal of talking about this is that's probably not everyone's experience. Right. Yeah. Well, especially not in Katy, Texas. Not Katy, Texas. Well, <laughs> but <laughs> this, you've got to be real underground into Katy, Texas. I assume. If that's what you're into, you, you've you got to keep literally it. in a bunker. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe literally. <laughs> that would make, that'd make them really happy, I'm actually. The government. <laughs> just, like, stay under there. Just... <laughs> Uh, okay, wait, so the author was gay? Yeah, but did I just assume that? Uh, yes, he's gay. Okay, and you're gay. I'm gay. We didn't say that until I think right so. This oh, really? I, <laughs> I guess I mean, started to be inferred. It could be heavily inferred by the things that you've said so far. <laughs> uh, yeah, when I was talking seagulls, I meant gentlemen seagulls. <laughs> to, to, just to clarify. There's not seagulls. <laughs> See, see men. Oh no, that's oh, not thing. See, see, sirs. See men. See men. Do you want to hear more things that made me angry? Here? No, I think awkward silence is. Oh, that'll be every good. podcast. This is our section <laughs> where we have the awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, um, let's do it. So, and let's read more stuff. So. <laughs> Um, do you mean like books? (laughs) (laughs) Is that part of it? Oh, no. Okay. Um, gays don't read. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. (laughs) Um, so I found an advocate magazine article. Gay. Gay. Gay (laughs) advocate. Um, five dating don'ts for the single gay. Okay. So this. It's a Cosmo article. Yeah. Yeah. And they like had a mixture of like, this is good advice and this is horrible advice. So, uh, the first thing was don't text him too much before the first date. Well, so, and I had it, you can't see this, Mike just rolled his eyes, which is my same reaction. <laughs> um, Wait, I rolled my eyes because you have a thing with emojis. Oh, God, okay, it's <laughs> funny you mentioned that, because I will read you, text, this is a quote, texting too much before you meet can give a false sense of who someone is through pithy jokes, cute one-liners, and the clever use of emoticons. And in my mind, I thought, what? There's never been a clever use of emoticons. No one's ever sent an emoticon and been like, yep, nailed it. Like, I got the perfect emoticon. Okay. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. What emoticon have you received where you're like, oh, yeah. No, 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 wait. So, so, okay. (laughs) The thing is, the thing is, Texting too much before you meet can give a false sense of who someone is through pithy jokes, cute one-liners, and the clever use of emoticons. My mind went, take away the emoticons, what does Kyle have? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I don't use emoticons. But you you don't. I know you don't. But pithy jokes and cute one-liners is pretty much your thing. Right. So this is, like, when I read this one, I was like, oh, that's dumb. And then I was like, oh, my God, they're so right. Like, I need to not, like, I do this thing where... In my mind, I'm meeting someone different than I actually meet. Uh, and then they're super boring, and I'm like, oh, right, because over text, you had, like, ten hours to stop and think of something, as do I. But in person, you actually just sit there for ten hours. Like, you're, it's, you're doing the same thing, but it's funnier on text. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they also advise you to call him if you want to chat before meeting, which is the d- do not... Do not call someone to talk to them on the phone before a first date. Why not? 
don't call me ever. Like, that's just, that's not even a date rule. No, that's true. Like, phone calls are exhausting to me. If I get a phone call from someone, like, you better be presently on fire. We've been friends for eight years. And I think I can count on both hands the number of phone conversations we've had. I don't even remember when you might have called me. Yeah. Or no, we do not. Yeah. Like, we do. That's just. And maybe when your dad had a stroke. That's like, true. <laughs> like, <laughs> that might have been like, yeah, I, you, I, I was emotionally on fire. <laughs> so. Weird. I don't. I made it sad. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, Number two, don't introduce him to your friends too soon. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or ever if... It's- or ever if he's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, number three, don't sleep with him until the second date. And so the the part of it, like, I, I, was, uh, I think everyone can kind of decide when they want to, like, hook up with someone. And as I discussed, I just think you need to fuck right up and then go on the first date. But, okay, so I will say, for everyone at home, I'm married. Uh, to, a ju- to a dude. To a dude. I was married to a lady before, but now I'm married to a dude. Uh, we've been together eight years next week. Oh. Right? But uh, uh, we did not bang on the first date. We didn't bang on the second date either. We messed around, but like we waited to have sex sex for, gosh, a couple of weeks, I think. And that was a conscious de- decision on both of our parts because... Uh, there really was then and apparently now too, this real pressure to do it right away. And, uh, we wanted there to be a next level to go to. Yeah. And, um, so I actually think that's excellent advice. I mean, sleep with him until the second date is what it says. And, uh, I think that means different things to different people, but if that means like, like P in the A, yes, (laughs) don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But so the part about that, I completely agree. The part about this that made me mad is it said, let's be honest, you probably can't make it to the third. Uh, <laughs> Which, <laughs> like, this is a gay magazine called The Advocate that's like, listen, gentlemen, mm. we know that two times seeing an individual is the most you can go before sticking the P in the A. Or losing interest. Or, lo- or you'll lose interest. So, like, that... Again, also, I talked about fuck on the first date, but I also think that if that's not you, like, you don't have to do it. I'm the same way. I actually don't, like, go all the way until, like, much later. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe, yeah, maybe fool around. Sometimes not even first date, like, fool around, great, but, like, the actual, like, insertion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Number four, don't lie about the little things that make you who you are. They said that the, the little white lies you tell will come back to haunt you. I disagree. I think you lied the first date is an exercise in lying your ass off to trick them into loving you. Oh. And then, wow. like, once they're, once you've <laughs> captured them, that's when you're like, oh, by the way, here's a bunch of stuff that you're going to need to know. Yeah, things that you don't find out until, like, ten years later. Yeah, you're like, in you're, therapy you're married, and then they're like, by the way. Listen, I don't like peas. I do. Just deal Stop with it. Giving Stop me feeding me. I, I know I said I love them the first time that we got together, but no. Now I'm trapped. They, they are awful. <laughs> Been eating your peas. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I think that's terrible advice. I think you should completely lie and make yourself sound way better than you are. Uh, well, now 
Oh, <laughs> I went. I went in the opposite direction that maybe you don't agree. With. Well, there's 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 a line, right? Like there's a there's a vast difference between lying one's ass off and accentuating certain things that are maybe only partially true, withholding other things. Like you can't say that you won the Nobel Prize for cancer. Sure. But you can say because that's verifiable. That's true. They can. You might get elected president of the United States, but it's not going to get you like a long-term trusting relationship with this person. Quickly Googleable. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can't just fabricate shit. Sure. Sure. Right. But But you can be like, it's eight inches, and I've never had an STD. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell little lies. I mean, that's not little. And, little! And, 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 and also verifiable eventually. Right? But that's what I'm saying. By the time they verify, it's inside you. So, but, like, what are you going to do? Okay, okay. I feel like there have been six inches of insertion, and I'm waiting for another two. And I do not feel it coming. Just keep the lights off. It's just, just, yeah, they'll never know. No, I, I, like, uh, if, you, if you maybe volunteered once over Thanksgiving at a shelter, mm-hmm. then you can say, I volunteer at oh, a shelter. Yeah. <laughs> like, as if that's an ongoing yes. thing, even though it was once 10 years ago. You're completely. Right? Like, but if you ran once in your life, you are a, a runner. runner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Totally. All fair lies that you're allowed to tell. Uh, Number five, which is a, a nice, nice one. Don't question how much you are worth. Uh, be the the summary of what they said about that is be who you are, and it's better uh, if he hates you for who you are. That was less uplifting when I said it out loud. Hold on, let me try again. <laughs> it's, well, it's better for him. It's better to know up front if you are going to be a match, but no matter what, you are worthwhile for who you are. Yeah. That is uplifting. Don't be desperate. The question is, is the uplifting thing that you... (laughs) Is the the uplifting thing that you just made out of that what they meant? Yeah, I I like summarized what they said. Yeah, I think so. It's like, value yourself. uh, You know... And, and if he doesn't like you for yourself, then that's his problem. And better to know now. Hmm. All right. Well, we have to take a break. All right. And when we come back, we'll finish your your information. Or or are we we going to be done skis? As they send it up No, I don't, I don't think we're done skis. Oh, okay. We're... We'll take a quick commercial break. Brought to you by grabhim.org. <laughs> I think <laughs> and, that's the site. Yeah. Probably. And, and not. <laughs> and not. <laughs> All right. We're back. After a much-needed trip to the liquor store. <laughs> much-needed liquor trip. Um, all right, Mike, do you want to hear the last thing that made me super angry? Yeah, that's why we're doing this. That's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's, this is really a venue for me to vent anger. Um, remember remember that time when you were saying that you thought that maybe a segment for the show could be that you would show me a Facebook post and then you would just... Listen to me rant. It's like taking your what you already do on Facebook and you would like yell it at me. Yeah. Because you do that already. I do that a lot. I hope <laughs> that we are one of the few podcasts that is like not talking about Trump. Because like you have so many venues to talk about Trump now. I think I've referenced him twice already. Just it's fine. You can beep him out later, just like <laughs> 
She's like, okay, so I usually view Quora, the internet question website, mm-hmm. as like there's a level of like intelligence or knowledge that you have to have to like answer questions on there because you feel better about yourself when you're on it so i feel (laughs) slightly more intelligent that i'm there i don't know if that i thought not anymore now i think it's the same dumb fucks that are on nothing didn't post or also on quora because let me tell you why Oh, okay 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 um so the question was i think it's a very valid you know theme of first date very valid question who picks up uh, the tab on a date between two gay people. That's, I feel like, something everyone has wrestled with when you're like, oh, shit, we don't, like, we're both boys, so how do we, you know, we don't know what the norms are when there's no man and lady, so then you kind of got to refigure them out. Do they not know that gay people are just evil and they always <laughs> dine and dash? <laughs> they have no idea <laughs> the evilness of homosexuals quite yet. Also, they did use the word homosexual in... The question, which tells me that they're not quite familiar. Yeah, there's lots of with, words that pretty much disqualify you. Yes. Well, this is, so this might be a new gay. So there's, they still think homosexual is a word. Okay. You know, they don't, they don't know yet. They're like, don't, just don't. Just, you're, you're, you're gay, queer, fag. Those are all equally acceptable. Um, so the, the description in the question, are homosexual dates, see that's the like, whoa, okay, are homosexual dates subject to the same concerns as heterosexual dates, uh, or do they handle it much better by going Dutch by default? So that question, I think, totally valid. It's the responses that, so let me read you a quote from one of the responses. Whoever looks like they can better afford it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, this is actually the same dynamic as on a date between two straight people. It gets better. It's just that our society likes to assume that for any given straight couple, it's the guy who is asking the girl out, and it's the guy who is more able to afford paying for the date. Well, okay. Okay, okay. No, wait, hold on. The, 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 so it fe- the, the, the wheels fell off the bus halfway through that, but... Uh, the first part got me thinking. I, I, I'm kind of on board with that, right? Think, but hold on. Okay. Hold on. Because if I see a cougar out with a boy, uh-huh. she's paying, mm. right? And and that's because she's probably, she has a perm. She's <laughs> like got her, her like slutty outfit on and, and she's... You know she's she's powered lunching this poor boy, and uh, I'm pretty sure that she has the wherewithal and that she's paying for it. Because let's face it, nobody under thirty has a job these days. True. So they graduate and just move right home. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I I'm thinking I'm, the the first part is is maybe kind of true ish. So like, I, whoever looks like they have the wherewithal. I think what you're suggesting is that on the first date, two people get out their IDs. And if there's greater than 10-year difference between their ages, then the older one pays. Because they are a cougar or a sugar daddy. Mm, you're close. I, I, oh, I, that's what I'm suggesting. I see how what I said sort of sounds like that. But part of my point, I think, is in order to be a cougar, you can't be gross. Okay. Yeah, that, I g- completely agree. So, 
you have to have enough money to not be gross because <laughs> you're in your 40s or 50s and are hot enough still to have a 20-something dude on your shoulder. Hot enough, arm candy. Arm candy. Hot enough and moneyful enough that you can get this. So I'm going to go ahead and say, like, ignoring the the sugar daddy situation <laughs> in which looks still okay looks and money are your only assets probably <laughs> and sexual prowess i hope like because you've got all that skill a 55 year old woman in a tube top and a fanny pack is not a cougar so that's why my <laughs> okay. initial that's why you're saying like the physical appearance like fanny pack disqualified you have no money exactly. you might be homeless yeah <laughs> Just live out of your fanny pack exactly. you can't afford it all right you might have swayed me on like it's totally cool but the back half was just evil read the back half of that again oh um our society likes to assume, blah, 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 it's the guy who is more able to afford paying for the date. Which, like, so... That's just privilege coming through. The, the benefit of that is that this is not a homophobe. This person is not, like... They're they just don't sexist. Get, they, they're just, <laughs> like, yes. They're just an idiot. Uh, so, the, the next one that I, that I pulled out... Uh, this is going to sound really shallow, but oh, which is great. like it's yeah. like when you start with like I'm not I'm not racist I'm not racist and it's like, <laughs> you know for sure um, if it is a first date and looks like it will lead to the bedroom, the less attractive guy seems to always offer to pay. Oh my god! <laughs> so oh my god! I, okay, okay, okay. So. Good news, hot people. <laughs> Life just gives you tea. <laughs> Date ugly people because they will pay for your shit. Although there was, there, uh, there are several studies which are not in front of me because I'm unprepared. Mm -hmm. But uh, I know that I've read studies about attractiveness and buying power. Right, that more attractive people, objectively attractive people, make more money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that that is, in a weird way, the same thing, right? Like, like life just gives you shit. If you're beautiful, you just get things. Yeah. So, and if you're gay, like, you should try to be attractive. Because <laughs> that's how you get things. All the things. Yes. Wherever you want them. <laughs> We've taken a turn from the premise of there are so many varieties of gay people to, like, the stereotypes of be a super hot gay person who fucks everyone on the first date. Great. Podcast we, over. <laughs> we, we've changed our own minds. Go with the stereotypes. Yeah. Uh, something else that made me angry, uh, quote, this is usually something which should be hashed out beforehand. Usually both parties have their respective preferences. For example, I usually bring the topic up before a date by saying, I usually like to pay, but if you also prefer to pay, we can compromise. Who, before a date, is like, great, you know, to, to Luli's 8pm, also, I will be paying... Right. Is that okay with you? Yeah, yeah. Do, do not do this. Do not do what this person is suggesting, yeah. which is agree on financial things beforehand. I set up a Facebook group with you and me <laughs> as the only members, and I posted a poll. <laughs> Please answer who should pay. 
Also, please post your age so yeah. that we can decide if either of us is a cougar or a sugar daddy. It, it, yeah, with pictures. Pictures to make sure one of us is we're on equal planes. Within two on the Joey scale. Second to last one. Is it old-fashioned to assume that there will be a more masculine one? I, I mean, I can stop right there and say yes. Yes. yes for sure. Yes. yes, it is. The fact that a man is gay does not make him... Oh, wait. Oh, oh, sorry. This person is commenting on the original person's okay. question, which said, like, oh, maybe it's the more masculine one. So this person actually had a good answer, which is, like, yes, the fact that one person is more or less masculine, quote-unquote, is, like, that's old-fashioned, and you can't generalize someone based on their mannerisms, which I thought, like, that was great because that spoke to the entire, like, premise of what we're doing is, like, they, you have qualities that are masculine and non-masculine, and everyone does. Straight guys do. Straight women have masculine qualities sometimes. Mm-hmm. Gay men, everyone has qualities that are both masculine and feminine, and that's okay. So you've said it both ways. You said masculine and non-masculine, and then you said masculine and feminine. For the it, ladies? But, but, <laughs> you know you like the ladies. But is, is, there, is there a difference in your head between non-masculine and feminine? Mike, you just got real deep. I know. I and did. I don't know that this was about... I didn't know we were about deepness. Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> we're about getting real deep with those eight inches that, are, that you totally have. Um, right, focus. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Um, is there a difference between less masculine and... Non-masculine. Non-masculine and feminine. But, uh, what, what I'm leading to... I'll just, I'll just answer for you. Okay, like, great. That'll like, be ideal. I, I have my, no answer idea. The, my answer to the question, I think that there are things that legitimately don't have gender, mm. uh, that are just human, right. and uh, that, they're, that they're shared universally. It's just part of the human experience. So Eyebrows. Eyebrows. That's not true, because some are like more escaped. I take it back. Sorry. What were you... Okay. No, I, I mean, like, unkempt eyebrows. There's, like... Anyone can have them. Anyone can have them. What What were you talking about when you're saying there's qualities that are universal? It's okay for there to be things that are neither, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I think as a gay person, I'm always worried about. I'm I'm more worried about showing feminine qualities than I am about showing gender neutral qualities. Like cooking, I feel like cooking is a thing that, for whatever reason, men can do, and it's not considered. Feminine, like maybe it's outside on a barbecue or whatever, but but that, that men can cook and that's for some reason accepted, even though there's this traditional feminine stereotype of providing for the family and taking care of the kids and homemaking, um, which I think is new. It's new that men can cook and that's not a feminine thing. Like it's totally cool if in a straight couple the dude is the one that cooks because of modernism. And yeah, my, my in-laws are that way. Trevor's, Trevor's dad and mom, uh, he's the one that does a lot of the cooking, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think, in my head, the, the question that I asked you is, yeah, there is a difference. There there are non-masculine and also non-feminine things. Sure. And uh, it, it's okay for there to be a, a difference. So, when you were talking about... The less masculine, that was the, what the, the question poster thought is like, does the more masculine person pay? Right. Uh, which is absurd that masculine equals you have to pay. Same as one of the answers before, like, same as the assumption that if you're straight, the guy has more money and has to pay. Like, those are abs- absurd assumptions that are no longer relevant in today's world. Right. 
Right. The one, the answer that I really liked this is the last answer. Um, they said the person who asked the other person out is expected to pay. Though this norm is very weak compared to straight dating, it's also very common to split the check. So I liked that. If you're asking someone to do something, you should be ready to pay for that thing that you asked the other person to do. Yep. But possibly try to split the check, and I think that's like a very reasonable thing to expect on a first date. Yeah. What well, and? Gosh, I feel like I've been like maybe too deep on this last half, but we've had how many thousand years of men being in the dominant role of men making the money, of men being the pursuer, and gay relationships have only been relatively mainstream since the 1960s, the 1970s. There are a lot of norms that have to be readjusted, I think, yeah. right? Like, maybe it's not the who has the penis is how we make decisions about protocol. Yeah. And go, go ahead. Which I think is the cool thing about gay relationships is that you don't have the baggage of, oh, the man has to get a spear and murder a bison and consume him and the lady has to sweep so some the cave. I don't know what they did. Okay. Sweep the cave. You know, just get all the dust out of the cave. Um, and so you're like, oh shit, well we both have penises so who's going to take out the trash? Yeah. It's not based on the genitals. Right. Although, I have been known to offer a blowjob in response <laughs> to taking out the trash because I didn't want to so sometimes it's based on the genitals. <laughs> How much sucking do I have to do for you to do my chores? What what amount of what level of blowjob do I need to give to you? And I will decide if that's worth it to not have to take out the trash. Also, my trash is down the hall, so I like You can also just find a dude who's super anal retentive and is just gonna do all of it. Like, just because that's how they are wound. I would love to find an anal retentive dude. I'm trying to find what the joke... There's a joke in there about anal, but I can't find it this quickly. So I'll edit this and insert a joke later. Every time you... Go right here. Every time you say anal, our ratings go up. Good, good. good. Uh, Our ratings double from zero (laughs) to still zero. (laughs) Um... So before we wrap up, yeah. I want to mention that uh, if you liked this, check us out on gayishpodcast.com. Um, also, I'm hoping that other people agree that there are varieties of stereotypes that you both adhere to and don't adhere to. And if you have one that you want us to cover or just want to share with us, email us at gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And we hope to hear from you and hope to actually chat about some of those things in future episodes. Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the uh, segments that we hope to do is to talk about the gayest thing about us today or this week and the straightest thing about us this week. So do you want to do that? Yeah, now? I, I absolutely think we should if okay. you have an answer. I, I'm, I'm ready. I, oh. I thought about it. In the past five minutes. So. Oh, okay, go for it. No, I'm going first. All right, so the gayest thing about me... Well, I'm going to go with the easy one since this is the first one, so I'll just knock those out right now. I fucking love Britney Spears. Like, she... Even Britney Jean, which everyone hated... I don't know if you know this about... I don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's an album. Which isn't my straightest answer. So, so you may have... Our answers may just be the opposite thing of the other person. Um, 
it doesn't like I just continue to listen to her and I love her. It might just the gay thing about me just might be all of my music because it's like super gay. But uh, like I'm still listening to her latest album, which is like 98% about sex. Uh, but uh, she she just she's the shit. Mm-hmm. I love her and like. It's just super, like it is just super gay. Like the moment you like, instead of coming out, if I feel uncomfortable about coming out, sometimes I'll instead I'll just be like, I love Britney Spears, and I'll be like, Oh, oh got it, death yeah. gay, yeah, for sure, yeah, totes gay, yeah. <laughs> uh, or say <laughs> totes. And then, <laughs> uh, the straightest thing about me uh, this week and like the past year, I have one pair of jeans that I wear, hmm. and rarely wash <laughs> mm-hmm. which I feel like that's what straight like I feel like gay people have like 17 pairs of jeans and like for any occasion and it's like oh it's my sister's third cousin's bar mitzvah and I'm like I'm gonna wear my <laughs> these are my formal jeans and these are my jeans these are my beach jeans and these are my want to get fucked jeans these are my distressed jeans yeah I have these one are... pair of jeans yeah they are likely not washed at any given moment. They're too big for me. I constantly have to pull them up. That's a good problem to have. Go ahead. It's it is just because I bought jeans that were too big. Oh, like, <laughs> what's the male equivalent of like? Oh, you don't know your real bra size. Like you. Oh, like you don't know what jeans you should actually be buying. I just my jeans are not great. Yeah, those. Yeah, that's the. They're not. Pecans, they're walnuts. So, <laughs> are we? Are you talking about my balls? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your balls take up less space than you thought. Your jeans can be a little bit smaller. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so um, mine. Uh, the gayest thing about me this week, which I, I don't know, is it, a drag appreciation moment. Uh, there is this picture going around on Facebook of Patrick Stewart dressed up in drag. As Kellyanne Conway. He is the most amazing spitting image. I can't fucking believe it. I can't get over it. It's fantastic. I have not seen that. If I can find it, I will show you. We like. I feel like I have to now, just so I can get your response. <laughs> um, okay, react to that. Ew. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, there, oh, okay, so... It's like if you took the whitest blonde wig and the most mascara that will fit on lashes and like the it's just his fit I don't recognize that that's Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. If, like if you did not tell me that I'd just be like but you can see it now, right? old lady. Like, now I see it and like it's also that he's like he's got the face right which is like tight, squinty, like I think I see a purple hippo in the distance that I'm like looking at, like just oh, and then like giant, uh, like overwhelming necklace and pink, uh, pink top? pink just pink, pink a cloak, pink, a the pink, pink jacket, yeah, pink top? blazer, yeah, um, yeah. So, so the gayest thing about you is that what you were like sexually I around. I love <laughs> it so much. I can't get over this picture. So uh, my my straightest thing is I listened to an entire article this morning on NPR about a football player. Okay. And the whole thing was about this guy who played for the Seattle Seahawks. I too gay to know his name, <laughs> for which I apologize. But uh, he was talking about how, first of all, his very first game was Christmas Eve day. 
and that he had called his dad to say that he was going to be playing in this game. And his dad had been his coach his whole life and that he was really proud to surprise his dad because he figured that his dad would think that he was just going to be like suited up and on the sidelines and he might maybe see him on TV. But he started that game and the very first play made this big catch and it was a big deal and they played the 49ers and that was his dad's favorite team and uh, that his dad was crying and that they had this big bonding moment about that. And uh, then later he had to retire and this was just last year because uh, he was hit and like basically his skull separated from his spinal cord. Like cool. when, he got, when he got hit, he was laying on the field. He, the only thing he said, he, the only thing he could move was his eyes uh, and he eventually recovered and he's doing okay. Now he's still retired from football, but um, the the thing that really stuck with me was a this is about football you, <laughs> but I listened to the whole yeah. thing. But he said at that moment, like while he was laying on the field, not able to move, that uh, he was no longer a warrior. He no longer felt like a warrior. That all he wanted was the opportunity to talk to his daughter and have her be a good person. And uh, I thought that was really powerful. Oh, and so the fact that I listened sweet. to the whole thing was, was great. The fact that you spent that... I'm going to be honest with you. The gayest thing about me is that I dozed off in the middle of you talking <laughs> about football. <laughs> because you were talking about catching footballs and I just don't care. So I yeah. tried real hard, though. <laughs> I powered through it. Good job. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> You're welcome for paying attention to you <laughs> as, we, as we were talking to each other on our podcast. But that's it. That's the whole thing. That's it. Um, so, you know, if if this uh, kind of spoke to you, if you want to hear more, uh, please... Subscribe. Subscribe. To, I don't think we have that option quite yet. Yeah, we do. We'll, <laughs> we do. Do. we'll figure it out by the by So the do something that shows that you support it. Post it on Facebook. Uh, tell a friend. Uh, fuck a dude. Tweet. Any, tweet. <laughs> tweet a dick pic to us. <laughs> <laughs> Any of these things <laughs> will show your support. Uh and and that's it. Yeah. So see you next week. This is Gaish. See this you next is- week.